It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It's George Burns and Gracie Allen. With yours truly, Bill Goodwin, and the music of Meredith Wilson and his orchestra. "'Twas the day after Christmas, and in the Burns' house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Oops, my mistake, George is stirring. You know, Gracie, I just can't get over this beautiful Christmas present Eddie Cantor gave me. A hundred and ten dollar smoking jacket. Yes, it's hard to believe, all right, but there's the price tag hanging right on it. <laughs> that was probably an oversight on the part of some clerk. Eddie would die if he knew it was on there. Well, then why does this card read, Merry Christmas from Eddie Cantor, who paid $110 for this jacket? Some clerk wrote that. Did you see what it says on the outside of the package? No. It says, Special Delivery. What's 13 cents to a man who's already spent $110? (laughs) Well, I don't care. It's a beautiful gift. Boy, 110 bucks. I'll bet that's more than he spent on Ida. Well, of course it is. He got her for nothing. (laughs) I meant that's more than he spent on her Christmas present. There's something awfully strange about this, George. It's not like Eddie Cantor to spend all this money. Well, I guess he figures he can't take it with him. George, if Eddie can't take it with him, he'll find a way to send for it. (laughs) (laughs) There's the door. I'll answer it. Gee, a hundred and ten dollars smoking jacket. No more of those two for nickel cigars while I'm wearing this. From now on, I smoke only Royal Havana Super Deluxe King Specials. Three for a dime. <laughs> that was the delivery man, George. Look, someone sent you an erector set. Erector set? Uh-huh. That's a child's toy. Somebody's trying to rib me. What does the card say? It says, to little Georgie Podgy from Santa Claus. Oh, fine. George, did you write Santa Claus a letter? (laughs) This is not from Santa Claus. It's from somebody who wants to pull my leg. Oh, that's your tailor. He's always wanted to get your legs even. My legs are even. Some wise guy. Anyway, this erector set just makes me appreciate Eddie Cantor's gift all the more. A hundred and ten dollar smoking jacket. Now, there's a present. Well, don't feel so bitter about this erector set, dear. Maybe it'll be lots of fun. Look at the things it says you can make with it. 
A teeter-totter? A teeter-totter? Uh, oh, jolly. <laughs> Won't the fellows at the cigar store envy me when they see my teeter-totter? Well, now, just a I'll minute. hide it behind my back and say, guess what, fellas? And they'll say, golf clubs? Fishing tackle? And I'll say, no. A teeter-totter. <laughs> oh, I'll answer it, dear. You play with your erector set. Play with it, my foot. I wouldn't touch the silly thing. Good morning, Missy Burns. Here's your mail. Oh, thank you, Mr. Postman. Well, how do you feel? Did delivering all that Christmas mail wear you out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My feet have blisters that belong on a B-29. Oh, you poor man. I delivered more mail than Bing Crosby's obstetrician. <laughs> well, I hope Santa Claus is good to you. Was there something nice in your stocking yesterday morning? Yes, but there was something horrible in my wife's stocking. Oh, what was it? My wife. <laughs> How about your Christmas, Mrs. Burns? Was the jolly old gentleman with the big tummy good to you? Oh, George is always good to me. <laughs> this year he gave me a lovely gold bracelet. I picked it out myself. Then it wasn't a surprise? Well, it will be to George. He doesn't know about it yet And right now I don't dare tell him He's in a pretty bad humor How come? Oh, some practical joker gave him a child's toy for Christmas One of those erector sets George is furious I pulled a similar joke on my wife Bertha one Christmas I gave her a broom Well, what's wrong with giving your wife a broom? It had a saddle and stirrups on it Bertha was mad as a hornet. Well, I'll bet it handed you a laugh. Laugh? I thought I'd die. <laughs> and so did the doctor. <laughs> well, goodbye, Mrs. Burns. You remember, keep smiling. Well, not much mail, George. Just a few late Christmas cards and... Why, George... I made a teeter-totter. <laughs> and I did it in six minutes flat. Oh, I'm proud of you, darling. Only six minutes? Why, it says right here in the box, to make a teeter-totter should take the average child about... Well, it's new to you. <laughs> what does it say the average child should take? Thirty seconds. Well, anyway, this thing is sure a lot of fun. And now I'm going to start a steam shovel. Come in. Mr. Burns? Yes, what is it, son? I believe you've got my erector set by mistake. Huh? My name is Georgie Lemaire, and I live across the street. And the delivery man says he got the wrong house and left it here. Oh, we're sorry it happened, little boy. Put it in the box, George, and give it to him. Wait a minute. Look, kid. How would you like to have a nice smoking jacket? A $110 smoking jacket. No, sir, I want my erector set. Well, give it to him, George. But, kid, look. This smoking jacket is from Eddie Cantor. Who's he? <laughs> Who's he? Tell him, Gracie. Why, Sonny, Eddie Cantor is the man who... He tells all those... He's the biggest... Give him the erector set. <laughs> Now, look, kid, can't we make a deal? This is a beautiful smoking jacket. I want my erector set. Oh, all right. But let me finish the steam shovel first. Mm, by then, he'll be old enough for the smoking jacket. 
Never mind. How about it, kid? Mm, I want my erector set. Now, look. I wouldn't want to use force on, a, on an eight-year-old. But I'm going to finish that steam shovel if I have to throw you down and sit on you. No, you're not. You give me that. Now, let go of that. Give let go. Hand. Let go. Let go. Oh, shame on you, you bully. You let him up this instant. There. Now, you take your erector set and go home, Sonny. Did he hurt you, George? <laughs> Kid, he would have to come after his erector set just when I was getting interested. Oh, well, never mind, dear. You'll get over it. But I wanted to finish that steam shovel. Oh, well, dear. Mama will make some ice cream and let you lick the dasher. <laughs> oh, stop. Just because I happen to enjoy building things. Uh, come in. Hello, all. Hello, Meredith. Hello. Well, what's wrong with him? Somebody took away his erector set. Oh, well, George... I don't have an erector set, but I'd be glad to lend you my set of tiddlywinks. <laughs> although it's not quite complete. Look, Meredith. All the winks are there, but in the excitement of a recent game, I broke my red tiddly. <laughs> Meredith. Or, uh, it... you might be interested in a Cupid doll I have, which, when patted on the stomach, says Mama. No, I'm not interested. Would you care to hear how I got that Cupid doll? No. It was at the Saragorda County Fair back in 1928. There was a booth there where for a nickel you could buy three baseballs, hurl them at assorted knickknacks, and keep whatever knickknack you knocked over. I purchased three balls and let fly with a right good will. And you knocked over the Cupid doll. No, I knocked over J.C. Tolliver, a local apothecary. He was at a nearby booth eating hot buttered popcorn. My goodness. Undismayed, I cut loose with the second baseball. Oh, and that time you got the Cupid doll. No, got J.C. Tolliver again. <laughs> he was bending over to pick up his hot buttered popcorn. Show me how he was bending over, Meredith. Like this, George. Ow! Goodbye, Meredith. <laughs> Goodbye, all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll be done. Tiddlywinks. All I want is an erector set so I can build a steam shovel. And unless you get one, there'll never be an end to this. You wait here. <laughs> Gee, Gracie, you shouldn't have done it. Well, George, I knew you wouldn't be happy until you had an erector set, so I went to the store and got you one. Boy. Hey, where'd you get the money? I traded the smoking jacket for it. You traded Eddie Cantor's $110 smoking jacket for this erector set? <laughs> that smoking jacket didn't cost $110, dear. I talked to the man Eddie bought it from. But it had a big price tag on it. He bought that from the same man. <laughs> Well, how much did Eddie pay for the jacket? A hundred? No. Seventy-five? No. Fifty? Mm-mm. How much? Well, the erector set was twelve and a half. Yeah. I traded the smoking jacket. Yeah. We owe the store two and a half. <laughs> the smoking jacket cost ten dollars. That included four boxes of cigars. The cigars I didn't even get. You didn't get the set of dishes either. A set of dishes came with it? And a pocket knife. 
<laughs> a pocket knife? And a round trip to Azusa. Murder. I'd like to have had the pocket knife. Yeah. Well, the salesman said that that knife really should be in the pocket of the smoking jacket at all times. Why? Well, in case you spill water on the jacket, you can cut your way out before it chokes you to death. <laughs> He's exaggerating. Besides, I don't care what Eddie paid for the jacket. It's the spirit of the gift that counts. Now, you go right back to the May Company and get it. It didn't come from the May Company. Bullocks? No. Broadway? Uh-uh. Where? Laughing Frankie Gordon. That smiling Frankie Gordon. He laughed when he saw that. Well, you get it back here. No matter what the jacket is worth, it's, Eddie, it's Eddie's gift to me and I want it. Besides, I don't believe all that stuff about a free trip to Azusa and a set of dishes. Eddie Cantor's got plenty of money and he... Come in. Oh, Merry Christmas, George and Gracie. Merry Christmas. Well, Eddie... Merry Christmas. I know, Gracie. I got caught overnight in Azusa. <laughs> Azusa? Yeah, I just happened to have a round-trip ticket. I see. Eddie, what did you give Ida for Christmas? Ida, oh, a lovely gift. A set of dishes. <laughs> I thought so. And how about your five daughters? Well, to Janet, the oldest one, I gave a beautiful pocket knife. Then to each of the other four girls, I gave a box of cigars. Cigars? Money is no object to me. But, Eddie, your daughters don't smoke cigars. Their husbands can smoke them. But won't the cigars be awfully stale by then? You... (laughs) They'll be dead and buried by then. Oh, yes, oh, yes. But enough about my Christmas. Did you get the smoking jacket I sent you, George? Oh, yes. Thanks, Eddie. Oh, that's all right. What's $110 among friends? <laughs> Who said anything about $110? The price tag came off? <laughs> Why, how could it? I stuck it on with a Pabst beer label. <laughs> oh, well, as long as I know you got it. Well, now, how would you two like to eat dinner with me, huh? Oh, we'd love it. Well, thanks. Now, don't fix anything extra, Gracie. I'll take potluck. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, I want to see George in that beautiful smoking jacket I gave him. Why don't you put it on right now, George? Um, yes. Gracie, run get that jacket for Yeah, me. all right. It's in the next room. I'll be back in a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It takes you a half hour to walk into the next room and back? Thick carpets. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> let, let me get it for you. No, huh? no, no. I Oh, I just happened to think. I took the smoking jacket to the cleaners. I... Already? Well, yeah, George got smoke on it. I'll be right back Well, look, my car's out front I'll drive you to the cleaner Oh, no, no I'm too tired I'd rather walk (laughs) Goodbye Gee, I I hope she gets it, Eddie I wouldn't want anything to happen to a $110 jacket Look, George, we've... We've known each other for 25 years You and I... Well, we can be honest with each other That jacket didn't cost $110 No? No I put that price tag on it so as not to embarrass you. Embarrass me? How would you feel if you knew I, I really paid 150 for it? I'd die. Uh... 
Today It's Wonderful. Our nomination for the best song of 1946, Meredith Wilson and his music. George, is Gracie here? No, Bill. She's going to pick up my smoking jacket. You know Eddie Cantor, don't you? Oh, of course. Hello, Mr. Cantor. Oh, Bill, my boy. How are you? Looks Fine. good. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't been by to call on my daughters lately. Oh, well, as a matter of fact, I did call on your daughter Janet last night. You weren't there. I know. I spent the night in Azusa. Uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill, did you have a good time with Janet? Well, uh, Mr. Cantor, I would have, but... But, uh... but what? When did she start carrying a pocket knife? <laughs> a smart Christmas present I gave her. How was Ida, Bill? Was she lonesome without me? Well, I don't know. She was out seeing the Jolson story. <laughs> Every night Ida sees the Jolson story? Is she getting passes? Tell me, were the other girls home? Oh, yes. They introduced me to a game called uh, Break One and Get One. Break One and Get One? Yeah. It seems that some schnook gave Ida a cheap set of dishes. <laughs> and she wanted the girls to get rid of them, so every time I broke one, I got a cigar. A cigar? Yeah, the same schnook gave the girls cigars. I wonder who that schnook could be. <laughs> oh, by the way, Mr. Canner, speaking of the Jolson story, I think they should do a picture about you. No, no, no. How would that sound, the schnook store? I, uh, uh, it's no good. It wouldn't work out. Well, really, I think it's a great idea, Mr. Cantor. Now, Jolson had to have a handsome young fellow named Larry Parks to play his part, but you wouldn't need him. That's right. I, I wouldn't. No, I could do it. <laughs> now, look, if you two think that you can... Well, I'm back. We can have dinner now. Oh, hello, Bill. Hi, Gracie. George, may I speak to you alone for a moment? Sure. Uh, excuse us, Eddie. That's all right, uh... Did you, uh, did you get the smoking jacket? Well, I couldn't. The store was closed. Then what's in the package? Well, I stopped by the cleaners and got your overcoat. You, you can wear that at the dinner table. <laughs> An overcoat? Well, we'll tell Eddie you're wearing the smoking jacket under it. He'll think I'm crazy. No, he won't. We'll open all the windows and get it freezing cold in the house. <laughs> Thank goodness we live in Los Angeles when you can do that. <laughs> That's a big help. 
Gracie, it doesn't happen to be freezing cold outside. Well, open the windows anyway. In, in two minutes, he won't be able to see you for the smog. <laughs> that won't work either. Well, you put on the overcoat. I'll think of something. Okay. Anything to keep Eddie from knowing you traded in his Christmas present. <laughs> Well, I I can't wait to see George in that smoking jacket. Well, there he is. Yeah, he, he's wearing an overcoat. Well, naturally, we're having a cold meal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm very sensitive to 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 heat and cold. What does he wear when you have a hot meal? I don't know. Ladies aren't allowed. <laughs> you like this meal, Eddie? Sliced bologna, cold chicken. Yeah, oh, the chicken's another reason for the overcoat. It saves wear and tear on the tablecloth. How? Well, he can stick the bones in his pocket. <laughs> it's neater that way. Chicken, Eddie? Thanks. It seems a shame to cover up a $200 smoking jacket. <laughs> the last time you mentioned the price, it was one fifty. What a memory. Well, there were a few extras. Special buttons, fancy buttonholes, a $10 tip for the boy who delivered it. Baloney, Eddie? Only the part about the tip. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh you're passing the baloney. <laughs> uh, thanks. Whatever it costs, Eddie, I really appreciate it. Well, don't mention it, George. I'm, I'm just a generous, open-handed type that loves to do things for my friends. Applesauce, Eddie? You're asking me to have some? Yes. Oh, in that case, thanks. As I was saying, George, I'm the generous type, and I never expect a favor in return. When I bought you that smoking jacket, I had no idea that I'd be asking you to appear on my radio program next Thursday night. Applesauce, Eddie. I just took some. This time I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, how about you two coming on my show next week? I can arrange it so you won't have to pay any income tax. That's great. How can you do that? It's simple. I won't give you any money. <laughs> but for old times' sake, what do you say, kids, huh? Okay, Eddie, we'll be on your program. Let's get to work on the script. I'll take off my coat. No, and don't, George. No, don't take the coat off. No, no, no. Hey, wait a minute. There's no smoking jacket under that overcoat. George, you've been robbed. <laughs> huh? The thief must still be here. Don't leave this room, Eddie Cantor. Gracie Allen, I did not steal it. Oh, it's no use, Gracie. We might as well confess. Eddie, we traded the smoking jacket in for an erector set. <laughs> an erector set? For that $300 smoking jacket? <laughs> that came with gold buttons and velvet lapels and silk lining that lit up and with neon a signs? Of, a set of dishes and a pocket knife? And a round trip to Azusa? Oh, oh, you know about that. Eddie, we know the jacket cost ten bucks. I'm sorry, kids. Naturally, now I... I can't ask you to appear on my program for nothing. Honestly, I feel terrible. Well, why don't you pass? <laughs> no, then I'll feel worse. <laughs> well, I guess it's the only decent thing to do. Come on, you two come over to my house and I'll make it worth your while, huh? Not at all, Gracie. I'll see you and George on my program next Thursday night. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye, Eddie. Goodbye, children. Well, Gracie, what did Eddie give you? George, I'll never have to ask you for money again. 
You won't? No. Whenever I want some, I'll just pull this pocket knife on you. Oh. George Burns, Gracie Allen, Meredith Wilson, and his orchestra, and yours truly, Bill Goodwin. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.